Good morning and hello to you. I am so glad to spend some time with you today. This is Q in the Morning. I'm Quincy and you are listening to Victory 91.5. We are so very glad that you have decided to stop by. We're going to be praying to cover this hour. I'm going to be in Psalm 18 and then we're going to get back into some more music with you. Switch is going to lead off the next set. I am so glad that we get to dive into this right here. Psalm 18. Now, this is one of those psalms that came after David was uh, done running. And he had been rescued, delivered from his enemies and from Saul. And this one was a song he sang. Now, listen to this. Verse 1 of Psalm 18. I love you, Lord. <laughs> you are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I can find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. You know, he was in a literal fight for his life throughout those years. And he always came out of it saying, I love you, Lord. You are my everything. What are the battles that you're coming out of? What, what are the things that you can praise the Lord for? Even the little ones. Now, this was a big one he was singing about. But sometimes we're asking the Lord for things and we think we did it. <laughs> and we forget to give him praise. I would just say, you know, praise him anyway. All the time. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about it if you're praising him for the things that are happening, right? Because you're always praising him. But it's the victories that give us those intense moments of praise that he deserves. Let's make sure we're praising him all day, but especially with the wins. And also, of course, those times that we might feel like we're in a battle. Because that's what David did too, right? Lord, we love you. We are so grateful for you. No matter if it's a battle, no matter if it's a valley, no matter if it's a mountaintop, you are worthy of all of our praise. You are the power that saves. You are our safety, our rock, our champion. There is none like you, and we are thankful for you. Be with us as we go through our day today. Be with us in each encounter. Give us your Holy Spirit, more of you, Father. We draw strength from your joy. We're so glad for new mercies today, walking in your new life today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Victory 91.5, this wonders worship with Land of the Living here on Q in the Morning. There is an opportunity for me to share with you Romans 12 right here. It says in the first few verses, Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way we worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a person, a new person, by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I bring that out to say what I say to you often. We don't just worship in our songs. We worship in our prayer. We worship when we're in the word. We worship with our lives. 
that is truly the way to worship. And the great thing is Jesus sent the helper, the Holy Spirit, to help us keep things lined up and be acceptable. We are. We are covered by the blood. We are in a position where we are joint heirs with Jesus. But in that day-to-day, as we become new in him, that new person, we need to change the way we think and not think the way that the world does. This is one of the reasons we get to worship together here at Victory 91.5. These are ways to set the atmosphere for our worship, to point back to Jesus. That's the whole goal. Keep that in mind today. Worship with your life. Just give me Jesus. Mm, Just give me Jesus. That's Davy Flowers, of course. What a wonderful voice. Could listen and worship along with Davy Flowers anytime, any morning, but glad that we get to have it here on Victory 91.5 for you. That's one of her latest called Take All the World from her album, I Was Loved. Love the end of the song going into the classic there. You can take all of this world. Just give me Jesus. It's my first opportunity here on your Thursday to ask you what you're looking at on those social media scrolls. And I, I, I follow several prophetic ministers, prophetic ministries, different ones that have podcasts and books. And Prophet Sean Bowles has all of those. Uh, but he put out this proclamation from the Lord on social media recently and said this. The Lord says, This is a season where I am sending angels all around the world to gather prodigals. Though the prodigal may wander far from home, my love for them never wavers. I am the shepherd who searches for the lost sheep, and I will leave no stone unturned to bring them back to my fold. The prodigals may have squandered their inheritance, but I offer them a new inheritance, eternal life in my kingdom. So have faith, for I am bringing your loved ones back to salvation. They may have been lost, but now they are found. So I don't know who that's for today, and I'm sure Prophet Bowles, putting it on social media, knew that it was more for one, more than for one person. Take a hold of that. Just like when you're reading scripture and you hear a prophetic word in Isaiah or Jeremiah and you think, well, that was for them. No. God saw down through time and spoke through a person to reach you where you're at. It's the same reason I shared this one today as I asked you what you're looking at. As we look to when the Lord comes back because of all the stuff that's going on in the world, as many of us saying, Lord, come quickly. <laughs> but we know that we can't stand on our own. We know that we need the Holy Spirit. We know that we need his presence. First Corinthians 10, verse 12, it says, if you think you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. There's a lot of scripture in the New Testament that talks about enduring, enduring to the last days, enduring because he endured. 
with great joy, the scripture says, he endured the cross. He endured knowing what he would experience. We, uh, we got caught up with wanting it to be easy, wanting it to be comfortable. Have you ever read Acts and see what the apostles dealt with? And even that one line of scripture where Jesus is sending the disciples out and says, when you get arrested, <laughs> not if, not. <laughs> uh, he said, when. He said, lean on the Holy Spirit because you'll know what to do. Father, today in our circumstances, in our encounters, we want to lean on your Holy Spirit and what to say and what to do. Let us breathe you. Let us not take one step without you. We need you. Father, don't... Remove your presence from us, Lord. We need it. We need to be able to have that discernment and direction that only your Holy Spirit can give. Rest on us today, Lord. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for that direction and discernment. We thank you for ordaining each encounter and each situation today. Allow us to lay down our stuff, lay us lay down our decisions and take up our life in you and make decisions that reflect you well. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, you can believe and put your faith in God that he is working all things together for your good if you love him and you're called according to his purpose. That's Riley Clemens here on Victory 91.5. Also brings me right into 2 Timothy 2, verse 11. It says where Paul is teaching Timothy, telling him what to teach. He said, this is a trustworthy saying. (laughs) If we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. Verse 13 and 14, though, says, If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Remind everyone about these things. If even when we're not, as the song says, he is faithful. He can't deny it. It's who he is. And it's his faithfulness that that builds our faith. And even though our attention span is, you know, like a gnat, (laughs) his is not. He is faithful to the plan that works all things together for your good. If we can just find a way to lean into the Holy Spirit and that remembrance that he brings from encounter to encounter, it's going to be a beautiful way of being part of what he has for us. But remember, it says here that we're going to endure hardship, but we're going to reign. <laughs> reign with him. Whew. He is faithful, even when we are not. Community-supported, listener-funded Victory 91.5.
I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning, and we're getting to hang out together on your Thursday. Yeah, you're almost there. The weekend is right around the corner. You can do it. I've got faith in you. It is, though, time for me to take you over the edge. Now, have you ever just done one of those people-watching type things in certain places, certain establishments where you can see a wide range of, you know, people doing things or dressed certain ways or, you know, have things in their car that you're like, I wonder how, like, the other day I was coming out of a certain store and someone was having a full-on meal out of the back of their SUV and I was like, you know, maybe they had a long day, didn't have a chance to, you know, sit down and they found this, you know, food truck or whatever and they wanted to have a solid place to put it to eat, but it was still interesting in the parking lot to see somebody eating out of the back of their car like that. Well, there was a visitor to a certain fast food restaurant in Australia, and there was a uh, video that was captured of this unusual sight. Now, in the drive-thru, crazy things can happen, but this is something I've never heard of. Now, this video on TikTok showed the surprising scene coming out of a New South Wales fast food restaurant. And, um, yeah, the, the person was talking to the, the driver, and... Uh, there was a, a horse riding in the back seat of the vehicle, not in a trailer, not in the back of a truck, in the back seat of an SUV-looking vehicle. A horse. Kid you not. <laughs> so if you're the drive through worker, how do you have a sane conversation with, hey, did you get the fries that you ordered? No, you, you start talking to them about the, you know, the horse in the room. Not, not the elephant. Um, then the driver explains that the horse is excited for his ice cream. <laughs> not only was the horse riding in the car, but they ordered the horse ice cream. Apparently, the person that posted this said it was an only in Australia encounter, but I'm guessing they've never been in certain states in the United States where you could probably see such a thing and maybe even some different crazy animals. But to me, this is the epitome of <laughs> over the edge. A horse riding in the back of a car ordering ice cream. Yep, over the edge. This is your world. I'm just living in it. I love that one. It had some great music to it. Your world and that uh, little sample there of the whole world in his hands. Jonathan McReynolds, Doe on that one as well. Here on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy. This is Q of the Morning. Thanks so much for joining me on your Thursday. And uh, now I get to ask you, did you know? I, don't, I promise I give you the answer if you haven't been with me before. I don't just leave you hanging. Well, did you know, on this day in 1889, the Salvation Army actually split with the uh, denomination renounced allegiance to founder William Booth, his son, Ballington, and his wife, Maud, led the American Splinter Group of the Salvation Army, which in 1896 incorporated itself as a separate entity known as the Volunteers of America. I didn't know there was such a history in the Salvation Army, especially with old Ballington and Maud leading the way. <laughs> but it did happen on this day in 1889. Uh, and also on this day, boy, a good one for the 1800s today, 1897 on this day, 
Uh, Mel Trotter, he was staggering drunk through Chicago, determined to end his life by drowning himself in Lake Michigan. But mm, the Lord saw fit to have him pass by Pacific Garden Mission. Went in, got converted. Three years later, alcohol-free, he now then led a rescue mission in Grand Rapids and eventually founded the Mel Trotter Mission, which is a chain of missions throughout the United States to help men like himself who could not escape the slavery of alcoholism. And there's still some Mel Trotter mission work going on, and it was on this day that he was born again at Pacific Garden Mission in 1897. And now you know. Sing hallelujah to the son of suffering. Son of suffering with Matt Redman here on Victory 91.5. It's a powerful song. Love that we get to get into these moments of worshiping in song together. You ever know which song it is that's going to maybe reignite your day? or maybe even turn you back to prayer. Had a call from a listener not that long ago that said listening to victory reignited their prayer life. Of course, we pray intentionally every hour. But sometimes it's a song, sometimes it's a prayer, sometimes it's a scripture. Well, you know, maybe it's a quote of the day like I get to do every morning here on Q in the Morning. And today... My quote of the day, since we talked about Mel Trotter and his salvation story earlier, because it was on this day in uh, 1897 that he was saved. And he was asked how he knew he was saved. <laughs> and Mel Trotter replied, it's what Jesus did. I was there when it happened. <laughs> and then he listed the date. He said, January 19th. 1897, 10 minutes past 9 Central Time, Pacific Garden Mission, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> so what's that look like for you? What is, what's the day, the date? Do you remember? You can share it with us on social media, Facebook or Instagram. You can contact us through the, the website, victory.radio. For me, I remember like it was yesterday, even though it was quite a while ago now. It was 1988. I was five years old. We'd finished a tour of a, a fort in Kentucky where we got a musket ball as a souvenir. And I remember the adults talking. They were talking about Jesus. And I said, I want that. And I remember putting down the musket ball, and I remember folding my hands and repeating the prayer and meeting Jesus that day. Whew. Each of us have a testimony. Each of us have a story of how Jesus met us right where we were. For Mel Trotter, it was walking around drunk looking for somewhere to go drown himself. <laughs> for me, I was five years old and I wanted what everybody was talking about. What does that look like for you? Share it with us, would you? Victory 91.5 on Facebook, Instagram, or go to victory.radio and contact us that way. So glad we get to cover another hour in prayer together. You know, David wraps up Psalm 18 with things like this in verse 46. The Lord lives. Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. In verse 49, it says, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. 
And in verse 50, you show unfailing love to your anointed and all his descendants forever. Now, this is a psalm that comes after he was running and hiding. And this was after the Lord had rescued him from all his enemies and from Saul. This was a song that David sang. When you get to sing the things in your life and the victories that God gives you, what's coming out? Is it praising him among the nations? Is it singing praises to his name? Or is it, should have come sooner? <laughs> oh, no, we've got to praise him even in the storm, even when we're still going through it. But those moments where we can say, the Lord lives, he is my rock, and I will praise him. Those moments. Connect those moments together and turn it into a life of praise. See what turns around for you. Father, we thank you for all that you do for us. All that you are doing for us and all that you will do for us. We know that you are for us. Amen. We know that you are for us and not against us. In Jesus' name, we speak that promise right now. There's someone listening that needs to hear that you are with them. And Lord, we know from your word, we know from experience that you've got us and that you love us. Even when we don't feel it, you're working. Even when we don't see it, you're working. And we thank you for that. We know that as our faith sometimes wavers, yours never does. You are faithful and your love endures forever. We thank you for anointing us as yours because of Jesus. We thank you for loving us. We praise you. High above all, Jehovah, we lift you up. We sing praises to your name. Thank you for being our salvation. Thank you for your unfailing love. And we are so grateful that you allow us to draw strength from your joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning, and it's my last chance here today to ask you what you're looking at on those social media scrolls. Now, I promised you that this is a page that you can follow if you ever need to get fired up. If you do a little scrolling on their page and see some of the videos from their worship nights, get a little Holy Ghost-stoked fire in your day. It's Atlanta's own tribal. Now, you got to spell that. T-R-I-B-L, of course. Now, their recent post, they started it out with the words, no matter the season, trial, or situation, he is good. Now, that statement accompanied a clip of a moment during a worship service where they were doing a live recording recently. One of the artists in the group broke out into one of those Holy Ghost moments saying, God is good. <laughs> I may not have eaten today, but God is good. I may not have two cents to rub together, but God is good. And God is faithful. Those things are not negotiable. When the Bible says God is good, there's a period after that, she said. It doesn't say God is good when I feel good. It doesn't say God is good when I want him to be good. It doesn't say that even though I'm going through something, God is good when he gets me out. It's while I'm going through, God is good. <laughs> she borrowed from our watch commander, Pam Johnson, she said, God is good. He is so, so good. He's Campbell's soup good. Y'all remember that commercial? Mm -mm good, right? <laughs> 
she even added for us Georgia folks, it's uh, Chick-fil-A good. That's how good he is. She finished it up saying, he's more than Sunday morning good. He's every day of the week good. He's so good. I got to tell 10 people. I got to tell 20 people. I got to tell 100 people that he's so good. And then she apologized for messing up the recording. I think it made it better. And they shared it on social media with the hashtag Tribal Nights. And it also made me think from earlier this morning, a scripture I shared from 2 Timothy 2, verse 13. It says, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. And then, of course, Paul was telling Timothy, remind everyone about these things. So, yeah, go tell those people. Maybe, maybe it's two, maybe it's ten, but you can tell them. God is good. Boy, another great set of anointed worship music here on Victory 91.5. Sarah Reeves with Always Been You, wrapping that one up. The Belonging Company, Holy Ground, and Tarn Wells let it off with Up. That had Erica Campbell on it as well. Another one, another good one. Love the opportunity we have to worship the Father together in song, in word, and in prayer here on Q in the Morning, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. And, of course, on Saturdays, the extended edition that goes into your noon hour. Love it. Love every opportunity we have to spend time together. And, of course, I enjoy sharing your National Day calendar with you. We actually, on this list today, have a, a world observance uh, to bring in. I'll close with that in just a moment. But it is National Get to Know Your Customer Day. Now, apparently this one is needed more than once a year. That's fitting, right? It's the third Thursday of each quarter. So every three months, you know, get to know your customer day. We don't see you as customers around here. We know your family. So uh, if you have customers in your life, get to know them today. Uh, it is also National Popcorn Day. It began the observance back in 2013. Popcorn as early as the 16th century. The Aztecs were using popcorn in headdresses. Popcorn started becoming popular in the United States in the mid-1800s. It wasn't until Charles Critters, a candy store owner, developed a machine for popping corn with steam that the tasty treat became more abundantly poppable. By 1900, he had horse-drawn popcorn wagons going through the streets of Chicago. At about that same time, Louise Ruckheim added peanuts and molasses to popcorn. You know where I'm going with that? That's how Cracker Jacks were born. And in 1808, the National Anthem of Baseball was born. America's pastime with Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And from that point onward, popcorn, specifically Cracker Jack, became forever married to the game. Today, get this, Americans consume 13 billion quarts of popcorn a year. More than any other country in the world. A majority of the popcorn produced in the world is grown in the United States. And Nebraska leads the Corn Belt in popcorn production. <laughs> and here's the World Day for you. I've never heard of this till today. I thought a quark was a scientific thing, but apparently it's also food. World Quark Day officially celebrates quark and its many benefits. It's a European superfood that is staking its claim on supermarket shelves worldwide. It's delicious, high-protein, low-fat alternative to soft cheese and yogurt, apparently. It can be used for baking, cooking, and blending. I'm going to go see if I can find some. <laughs> There's your National Day calendar. Whatever you are celebrating today, make sure that you stick around and stay tuned to Victory 91.5.